0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network this is late tea time the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else
1: always gamble responsibly visit begambleaware.org for more information welcome you to the late tea time podcast and we've got two tournaments to talk about first. It's Saturday James Butler with Dave Tyndall as always on the podcast. And DT, before we get into the golf, I was following your
0: Twitter this morning. You were at the snooker, weren't you? I was at the world snooker. Uh, very good. So so John Higgins beat Tepchiron new. And I saw uh, one of our colleagues, Dave Eason, there. He wasn't playing, he was just with a friend. Yeah, there was like an 18-foot table where you had to pot a blue that was halfway along it and obviously everyone failed and I turned up, rocked up first time, nailed it, flushed, centre cut, straight down the middle. But there was no teddy bear and no prize, which is a shame. We're going to start off with the Zurich
1: Classic of New Orleans, uh, which is uh, a a pairs tournament, as I understand (laughs) it. Let's see a bit of a video on uh, Twitter uh, this morning of um, Tiger Woods bailing out um, was it David Duvall? he uh, David DeVal had taken it well left of the, the green and Tiger Woods chipped in to uh, keep them in contention I think it was but um, slightly, inter- slightly different and interesting way of playing golf this, isn't
0: it? Yeah, uh, Pairs event, uh, it's a, a good chance for you to find out who's mates with who on the PGA Tour I've been looking at that today, lots of Uh, people who went to college together or are just mates on tour. How much is that X factor worth? That's what you've got to sort of work out. Does it help if you're best mates? Does that really matter or does it? Is it, is it better to have someone's game who tallies with your own game? So we'll, well see. My, my mates are actually
1: paired together. We can make it a treble. Yeah. This would be Hovland, Morikawa, and Butler leading
0: uh, the line in terms of the favourites for the bookies there 17 to 2. You can't like, you can not back that. Your two favourite golfers in the same pair. It's just written in the start, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, Cantley and Chaffalet is at 17 to 2 as well. You've
1: got Leishman and Smith in there at uh, tens. Um Birds and Horschel in there at twelves and Palmer and Scheffler at twelves as well. The rest are obviously bigger. Um in terms of your reading up of all of this then, Dave, and uh, and how you see this, is, is there
0: an obvious route in? Well, I know a lot of people have, have gone for the obvious and, and gone for your mates, Morikawa and Hovland. Um if it's pretty I mean, this is this is like a fun event, so they're not gonna set the course up hard, they're gonna set it up easy so you can make loads of birdies. And Eagles as well. It's a par 72 uh, where you've got to you know, take your scoring opportunities. If you go to the PGA's P- tour par breaker stats, which is a, a measure of birdies and eagles, even an albatross, I guess. Um, but your your guys, Hovland is third in that table. Morikaru is sixth. So those, those two absolutely poor, <laughs> yeah, poor in the birdies. So as well as just being two fantastic golfers, uh, they are the kind of type that you do want uh, for this event, really. So you can see why they're favourite. They're a bit short in the betting for me, to be honest. So I'll let you have that bet.
1: What are you going to stick up then for this event?
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with a pair that a 25 to one, a bit more value. Um, Harold Varner and Bubba Watson, which seems oh, a, yeah, which seems why they they seem a bit random. Harold are is in good form, is he? Well, he? He has absolutely been in great form. Um, he finished third at Hilton Head at Harbour Town last week, uh, which is a peak die course, as is this week's course. So he seems to play those well. Uh, Bubba Watson, Mercurial, isn't he, Bubba? Um, but he pops up every so often. And uh, with him, it's often he's in his comfort zone. Well, he, he's won on this course before. Um the xeric classic used to be just a normal event before it became pairs. He won it when it was a stroke play event. so he's won that before. He's also won a, a TPC River Highlands twice, which is the Pete Dye track as well. And those two are really good mates, apparently. I don't particularly know that, but uh, I've seen some quotes where they you know riff off each other and just have a good time with each other. But Bubba's a bit he's a bit of an acquired taste for some, but those who he does like and get on with, you know, they think he's great. So given Harold Varner's form, uh, which has been really good. He won in Saudi Arabia in, in a good field. If you, if you remember a couple of months ago when all the Americans went over there, he won now with a, an 80 foot eagle putt at the last to show he can uh, score spectacularly. He's also, I did notice as well, he's, he's 11th in par breakers, uh, Harold Varner, which you wouldn't necessarily think he'd be so high on such a celebrated list. So, yeah, so those two I thought uh, would be a bit of value. Um, Bubba's played this uh, before and, and done well. So, yeah, I, I thought, rather than, because there's some really talented duos at the front end and you think, well, which one do I pick? But with this one, you've definitely got an each-way price. So I'd, I'd find somebody going seven places at 25 to one. It's quite
1: a few. Um, is there anything else for that event, or should we fly across the Atlantic and go to Spain now?
0: Yeah, I don't I don't want to. It is one of those, we, it's a bit of a, like a, a, a week off on the PGA Tour, kind of. It for, I myself aren't doing as many previews as I would this week. and I've seen other. Other the writers so i will swerve this one um and get back to it so but anyway i thought i would have a bet and that, that's my one and only bet okay i'll be i'll be
1: watching that though because you should be quite entertaining yeah my mates playing together
0: um but let's move runner. across
1: then to the uh the event in uh, in spain um, which is the isps handa championship isn't it the leading runners or riders or golfers Probably golfers, it's probably the best golfers. way of describing them in this, uh, in this field. It's 20 to 1 for Rasmus Huyard. You might have to help me on some of these pronunciations. Bert Weisberger is 20s. You've got Pablo Larathabel, he's in there at 28 to 1. And you've got Adri Arnous in there at uh, 28 to 1, best price as well. Where are you taking him in for this one?
0: Yeah, this, this is kind of um, the European Tour, kind of rank and file, who, who aren't good enough to play in the or high up in the world rankings to play in the the Masters or the uh, match play, they've just been twiddling their thumbs for a month or so because there hasn't been an event, a regular uh, European tour event. So we're, we're back in action here in Spain, back-to-back back weeks in Spain, and then we're back actually in England for the, uh, the Danny Willett-hosted uh, event. But anyway, in Spain this week, I don't want to overthink this one. There's, there's, quite, there's an angle here you can play. This course that they're using, the Lakes course, it's... It, it's been used for U School, European Talk U School uh, between 2017 and 2019. So I've seen quite a few lists of players who did well there, who, who gained their cards there. They've got happy memories there. So that's one little thing to sort of bank. The, the other one is, I don't want to overcomplicate it. And sometimes you just have got to look at a price and go, yeah, I'm going to have that because they win a lot. So you, you mentioned the first one, Rasmus Hojgaard. Well, he's obviously one of the dynamic duo of twins, Hojgaard twins, the Danish twins, Nikolaj Hojgaard. Heug, They've played exactly 100 DP World Tour events between them and won five times already, okay. which is very yeah. impressive. And you've got to think maybe the first few of those, they were finding their feet a little bit. So so they, they do win an awful lot, the Hojgaards. Uh, Rasmus won... He was the one who who started the sort of winning and then Nikolai's uh, won the last two. So back them both. This could be your news thing as well, you know, like you attach yourself to, to like Colin Morocco. This this could be a sort of thing. Back the Hoyguards because they are gonna be huge. I mean five wins already, they're only twenty. Thomas Bjorn, the Ryder Cup captain, has obviously been raving about them. He thinks if they were English or another nationality, they'd get a lot more Attention than they do, and he's he's probably right. And 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 sort of fascinatingly, Nikolai Hoygaard won on the course that will be used for the next Ryder Cup. He won the Italian Open there. So you know what was it, 2023, September 2023, the next Ryder Cup. We could have a pair of Hoygaards on that (laughs) team. And if if they do progress like that, they are doing so. You're not going to get the prices that you're getting now. I know. They are near the front end, but they could be so good that there'd be a lot of short. So so this week, the the one who's shortest this week is Rasmus Hoygaard, because they've both been playing in American. Rasmus did pretty well. He finished sixth at the Corrales Punta Cana, then he finished 18th at the Texas Open. So he he's done gone to America and done really well. Nikolai went to American and missed some cuts. So he didn't have such a good experience. But the last time Nikolai won, he'd missed a load of cuts before then as well. So he doesn't need he's just wanted. If he's on, he's on. So he's thirty-five to one, Nikolai. Just go win only on that because that's you know that's a sort of standout price. That's with Bet Three Six Five. They offer kind of less place terms, only five compared to seven, but you get the bigger prices. So go for the win only on Nikolai Hoyer because he's either boom or bust. So he's boom thirty-five to one. When he, you know, if he wins at thirty-five to one, people will be going, why on earth? How much evidence do we need for the, this guy just wins? And then Rasmus, as well as his good form in America, he he played Q school at this venue a couple of years ago and won his card. So he's got these really good positive mental associations with the course. Rasmus, I think he was fifth in qualifying, might have been second, but he, he did really well in qualifying. He's done well at that course. He's in good form. There might just, I mean, the good thing is they kind of, egg each other on. So Nikolai's won the last two, so Rasmus must be thinking, right, right, twin, it's my turn. So, back and both. Don't don't be on the wrong high guard. Don't think, oh, which one? Back and both.
1: They're, they're playing in the wrong tournament, aren't they? They should be in America playing as the pairings, as the <laughs> high
0: guard pairings. Yeah, I'm sure they will in, in in sooner than we think, but, yeah, it, it, it would be kind of ironic, wouldn't it, if they finished first and second this week? So, uh, is there anything else you got for me this week, or is that uh, the homework for our watchers and listeners? Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it simple. Back the High Guards, and then back... Uh, so we're kind of... It's kind of a... The theme this week is pairs, isn't it? A pair of High Guards and a pairs of um, Bub Watson, Har- Harold Varna. And, and a pair of muckets on your, on the streets in front Absolutely. of you. Absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I, suppose, I suppose as well you should have doubles, shouldn't you? You should back... The American one in a double with Rasmus and the American pair with, in a double with Nikolai, because that's exactly. the theme, isn't it? Is it? Um, no, we're not quite. When's Gemini in the astrological chart? I don't think we're there yet, are we? No, you,
1: now you're asking me. I, I really. Yeah, yeah the, the astrology yeah. part of me is. Um, yeah, the, the, I'm astrolog- to
0: the astrology part of my golfing knowledge isn't really, isn't really strong. No. But um, there's something there's something about pairs this week go, going on. So there we are.
1: It's Rasmus and Nikolai. Rasmus is twenty to one. Nikolai is thirty five to one to win the ISPS at Championship. And in the Zurich Classic, stateside, Harold Varner, Bubba Watson is the pair that we're looking at twenty five to one for them. But of course, from my point of view, good luck to Colin and to uh, Victor Hovland because they're my my two favorite golfers paired together. It's it's a thing of beauty. A thing That's of beauty. It, yeah.
0: That's um, a, again back to the steam, isn't it? Your two favourite goals happen to be in a pair. So, yeah, I'd go win only on those two as well. You, you know, the, what, they're 17 to 2, is it? Yes. Price? Yeah. So, yeah, win only on those. Although that's your bet. You you advise. Gamble responsibly, usually, listeners, but wade in on that one. 17 to
1: 2. <laughs> We're having some of that. We're having some of okay. that. Victor and uh, and Colin. Um, yeah, I wouldn't playing. put you off. Dave Tindall, always a pleasure. Thank you very much. I will see you again next week. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening on to the Late Tea Time podcast. Always gamble responsibly. And we will see you again roughly around about the same time next week. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information.